Welcome to Maximal Being, a podcast devoted to ditching fad diets and using real science to get you healthy and feeling great. I'm Doc Mock, a GI and functional medicine doctor who harnesses the power of gut health to get you achieving your goals. And I'm Jackie P, a well-informed layman who challenges the experts and asks the questions that you want. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button or leave a comment. And now, on to the show. Hello, 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 everyone. All of my fellow Maximal Beans, I hope your summer is going off swimming, swimmingly. I am here, Jackie P, your favorite layman, with two special folks who are both in Florida, I believe. So, you know, we got some nice sunshine state going. Of course, always with me, Doc Mock. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great, Jackie P. You know, um, anytime you take your dog for a walk, they get that like tail wagging. It's like the best day of their life thing. Mm -hmm. You should have seen me this morning with my cup of coffee when I was checking my calendar and I realized I was going to be talking to Jackie P today. So my tail started wagging. You know, I grabbed my leash and I was ready to go for the rest of today. Wow, that 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 makes me feel great. You know, it's funny. I actually felt the same way because I feel like we haven't <laughs> recorded one of these in a while. So I'm very <laughs> yeah. excited. Also, very excited about the topic, right? Yeah, me uh, too. You know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some suspense there. We're not going to talk about the topic. We're going to talk to our friend here, Dr. Haley. How are you today? Jackie P, you know, yes, I'm in South Florida and I am indeed having a swimmingly day. I've been in the pool probably three times today, making nice. some vitamin D. It's good. It's nice in Florida. Wonderful, you know, you, wonderful. You can get 20,000 units of vitamin D from fully exposed sun exposure for 10 minutes. I mean, we're not that we're advocating that you go out there naked. I mean, you may have some some side effects from that, like, yeah. you know, uh, golden handcuffs. But um, <laughs> just just a, just a little side note on how to get your vitamin D. <laughs> or, or you might just have an extra dose of happiness, you know, so however it yeah. is for you and but uh, yeah, and I agree with you, you know, uh, your, your body's like a solar panel. And if you don't have um, full body exposure in your uh, repertoire, okay, put on, you know, uh, whatever you need to and maybe increase that a few minutes, go 15 minutes, you know, you'll get those 15, 20,000 units. It's amazing. That's right. That's right. For those that haven't listened uh, before, I'm Doc Mock. I'm a uh, functional medicine doctor, gastroenterologist, advanced endoscopist, practicing in Florida at uh, Moff Cancer Center. And with me is my co-host, Jackie P. Hello, everyone. Jackie P. Uh, I am here to make sure that Dr. Michael Haley and Doc Mock remember that they're not talking to doctors, right? Regular folk in your cars at the gym, maybe suntanning. I don't know, getting some 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 safe vitamin D, right? Making sure you turn, you know, when you know skin cancer is still a thing out there. So be wary, folks. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited, right? Dr. Haley, who's been known as Organic Mike, which I like, by the way. I don't know if I can call you that for the rest of the show, but we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. Paleo, keto, vegan, and carnivore. Maybe you've tried them all. But did you have success? Are you still doing that diet? Turns out there's not just one diet right for one particular person. By understanding how your body works and the relationship behind your body's workings and these diets, you can then approach the perfect plan for you. 
In the Perfect Human Diet course, we talk to you about your body's inner workings and the pros and cons of each plan. We discuss how our ancestors ate and have eaten and lay a framework to tailoring a plan that is perfect for you. To learn more about the Perfect Human Diet course, head to MaximalBeam.com courses to find out more. And as always, I'm Doc Mock, and I'm here to maximize your health. You cannot supplement your way to health, but there are things that we need to add to our lives that can maximize our pathway to wellness. The American diet is virtually devoid of omega-3 fatty acids, which play a major role in cardiovascular disease, gut permeability, and mental health. Personally, I take omega-3s every night and iHerb is the best place for clean, natural sources of supplements. I love the ZenWise Omega-3 Fatty Acid Supplement, which is free of fish burps and good for the environment. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com slash iHerb, that's I-H-E-R-B, and enter the code B as in boy, D as in dog, B as in boy, 5528, and receive 10% off your orders for all supplements. Maximize your supplements with iHerb. Dr. Mike Haley, talk to us. Give us your origin story. You know, uh, organic Mike is actually for the wrong reasons. I'd like to tell you that, hey, it's because I eat only organic foods and I've been that way my whole <laughs> life. It's actually because I used to tutor organic chemistry to my colleagues. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that, that's God the real... You. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's one of those things when you go to uh, medical school, you take organic chemistry and that's like the one you get weeded out. And if you can make it through that, you know, you can stay and, and, and take the rest of the classes. The rest are easy after that one. So, uh, I got through it with a struggle and I decided I would help everyone else. And my classes went from 10 to 20 to 40 to 50, up to 80 people at one time that needed help with organic chemistry. So we had a good time and that's why they called me organic Mike. Awesome. Wow, that's a that's a fantastic story. I know a lot of friends who took organic chemistry, uh, or, or and uh, some didn't make it past. They probably should have had you around. Uh, also, <laughs> I am a Florida native myself. I went to University of Florida. Whoop whoop, no big deal. We'll talk about that later. But you know, so you might have been in the area. Uh, oh yeah. But but uh, so all right. So let's let's talk about aloe, right? Which is. I think just interesting because me, a Caribbean person, Haitian descent, my mom grew tons and tons of aloe. And I just thought it was a Caribbean thing to use it for everything. Uh, but I'd love to hear your experience, your background, how you got into this. Um, and, uh, you know, and essentially what got you here today to talk to us. Well, Jackie P, I got a question for you. Sure. Did, did you ever eat aloe as, your, as a child? Did your mother say, hey, not only is this good for you, we're going to chop it up. And you're going to eat it. Yes. Wow. Now, now, did she? Okay, let's 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 back up. Did she offer to eat it? Yes. Did I eat it as the young child who never wanted to do anything that was good for me? Also, yes. So, <laughs> I might have gotten there at some point, but I would say it was not a consistent thing. I would say this: my father-in-law definitely made my wife eat aloe. So, you know. No, not a big deal. We're we're kind of nutrition experts. We're ahead of the curve, you know. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Oh, <laughs> Hopefully, there goodness. are a lot of bathrooms around around your house at the time. <laughs> yeah. well, well, that brings up another question. When yeah. you ate it, did you eat the whole leaf? Was it bitter tasting, or were you just eating the inside? 
I remember it being just the inside and it was not a big amount. It was definitely a, I mean, now mind you, this is 20 something years ago, probably maybe a spoon full, maybe if that much. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like, you know, I had a bowl and I was just kind of like, you know, eating it like, uh, you know, like cereal or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And I, and if I recall, I do not remember any adverse reactions. But then again, that was 20 years ago. So, well, we yeah. Know. And the reason this is important, it's kind of funny. There's different philosophies on eating aloe vera. And there's some cultures that will take the whole leaf and kind of grind it up and maybe, you know, slice like an inch or so off of a leaf and throw it in the blender and drink it down. It's very, very bitter. And that bitterness from the outer leaf has a laxative effect. And Hmm. if you go to some health food stores now in the aloe vera section, you'll see whole leaf aloe vera. And that means it has the outer leaf in it, which is going to have that bitterness and that laxative effect. Now there's other places where other, other brands, in fact, some brands have both where you're only getting the inner leaf. It'll be called inner leaf gel. And some of those brands start whole leaf, but they filter out the outer leaf with carbon and diatomaceous earth. And they're left with very low levels of that laxative effect. And you can actually drink large amounts of that without having that bitter taste and without having the laxative effect. What do I mean by large amounts? We actually have some people that have consumed three full glasses, 24 ounces of aloe vera gel, the real stuff, not the watered down stuff, not the filtered stuff, the real inside of the leaf, 24 ounces a day for three to four months when they were in their health crisis and they only wanted to consume good things and things that would help them, you know, strengthen their immune system and fight whatever it was they were fighting at the time. So you can do that. But can I tell you a story about someone that drank too much aloe? Yes, please. (laughs) And it wasn't one of those people. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that wasn't the person you were just speaking. (laughs) Well, you know, this this is going to drive home the point of different kinds of aloe and different parts of the plant. And, you know, God bless her. Kim worked for me some time ago and she. Well, she came into work on her second day on the job. And she came in a little sad. She was really happy the first day, but the second day, not so happy. She came in sad. I said, what's wrong? She said, well, I just found out that I had a a recurrence of of cancer, breast cancer in that case. And, oh, you know, well, you know, don't worry about it. That's okay. We're going to, we're going to take good care of you. You're going to be fine. And that was years ago when she's fine today. But, you know, the first thing I said to her is I want you to start drinking three glasses of aloe. We're going to make some other changes too. But, you know, you happen to be connected to a good source here. So this here's your, your starting bonus, you know, on your second day on the job. And I gave her a couple big bottles of aloe. Now, the next day she came to work and it's really not an exaggeration to say she spent nearly half the day in the bathroom. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't, you know think much of it. I, I, I thought about it, but I thought, oh, that's weird. That's odd. And, and the next day, same thing happened. And at the end of that, you know, second day of spending most of her workday in the bathroom, she said, Dr. Haley, is it possible that the aloe runs right through you? I know what I gave her. So I said, no, not a chance. 
I said, well, I shouldn't say that because when you talk about aloe, if you, and these are my exact words, I remember them like they were yesterday. I said, if you got your aloe vera from Whole Foods, then yeah, but not what I gave you. She said, oh, I said, Uh what do you mean? Yeah. I said, what do you mean? Oh, she said, well, before drinking the aloe that you gave me, I thought I would finish my husband's. He's drinking it for his diabetes. Oh no. She goes, yeah, he gets it from Whole Foods. I said, okay. So she was drinking whole leaf aloe vera that had the outer leaf at the laxative effect. When you read the dosing on those containers, it says like one tablespoon is the serving size. And I remember saying to her, you know, oh, how much were you drinking? She said, I couldn't do two glasses. And I was like, well, thank God, because that could have killed you. You know, when you're when you're having that kind of cramping and purging and, you know, losing all your electrolyte minerals that can have a very taxing effect on you. So uh, from that time on, when I speak about aloe, I like, you know, people to understand that all aloe is not created equal. There's outer leaf, there's inner leaf, and people use them for different purposes. And you either some people want that laxative effect. Personally, I think if you are constipated, uh, giving yourself something that's going to irritate your bowels to make you purge, I don't think that is the fix. That could be a temporary help, but we got to figure out why you're constipated. Get rid of the cause of your constipation, fix your diet, you know, take away the medications that are causing it. We got to do something to figure out what's causing it. And, you know, you don't want to take something to purge and, and decide, okay, now it's fixed. I'll just keep on taking this for the rest of my life. Uh, that brings Do- up a good point. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, I was, I was, I, I see uh, Doc Mock shaking his head and stuff. And, you know, as the uh, enterologist, you've dealt with these things before. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are a few uh, populations, and actually one of our listener questions comes from a, a patient that has Crohn's disease who asked you, us, you know, can I use aloe vera when I have inflammatory bowel disease? So, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but I, I certainly um, have thoughts on it. Well, that's, that's the perfect uh, question following the discussion that we just had in the different parts of the plant, because what you'll find if you research this is people will say, absolutely not. Why is that? Because aloe vera has that aloin, outer leaf, the anthroquinones, the things that cause that laxative effect, and you Mm -hmm. will get worse if you're getting that in your diet. However, you know, I've given it to people that have had bleeding bowels, many people that have had bleeding bowels for days, you know, weeks and even months. And I have put them on the higher amounts and don't know a single one that ever continued to bleed beyond day three. I've talked to some on day two that was, you know, I would ask them, well, how are things going? I don't notice a difference. And I talked to them on day three. Everything's amazing. This is the best day I've had in a long, long time. Um, It doesn't mean it's a cure for irritable bowel, Crohn's, you know, what we're doing is maybe speed healing, maybe, um, you know, increasing some blood flow and maybe, you know, making some changes that kind of put out the fire and things seem to be working better, but we still haven't got rid of the cause. So we still have a lot of work to do. 
are your are these people with bleeding bowels from inflammatory bowel disease or are we unclear as to what the cause is because i would say that you know there definitely are certain conditions where aloe can lend a hand you know there's an animal study that i found in my travels uh preparing for today that was published in 2015 and in that animal study of uh, colon cancer models they actually found that there's a compound in aloe called a modin um, that can help fight colon cancer cells. So perhaps there's some utility there, although, you know, there are no human trials that I, I could find, but, you know, trials that have been performed in humans with inflammatory bowels actually found worsening, um, cramping and abdominal pain as far as, you know, the Crohn's, um, symptom index goes. Um, but, but I think, you know, the most common cause of, of, bleeding bowels is often hemorrhoids and hemorrhoids are caused by constipation. And if you're able to improve the uh, quality of your stool, that would make it less likely for your hemorrhoids to bleed. So I think those people would benefit immensely. What's going on, Maximal Beings? It's Doc Mock here. Many of you are returning to the gym now, but some are not going back. Regardless of what you plan, Rogue has got the right gear to fit your needs. I personally own a barbell set and love it. The black ops shorts are sweat resistant and flexible for getting deep in your squats. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com rogue for our referral link. Order three items and they ship for free. And as usual, it's Doc Mock and I'm here to maximize your pathway to wellness. If you're stuck at home and cannot make it to the grocery store, delivery may be the best way to stay clean and healthy. Instacart is the national leader in the direct to home delivery service. With numerous major chains and food from smaller stores, you can get those local veggies sent directly to your doorstep. Head on over to MaximalBean.com slash Instacart and maximize your nutrition today. You know, the, the problem with a lot of the research is if you don't really get into the study and really dig deep to find out how they did the trial, you don't really have an answer to what they used. And I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, the, a lot of uh, doctors are afraid of aloe vera because they actually gave it to some rats and they were able to cause uh, cancer. And I believe it was, is it goblet cells of the uh, large intestines, which are mm -hmm. uh, cells that produce mucus, I believe. Yep. Well, uh, when you dig deep into the study, you find out that was an aloe vera extract. Now, the way they make aloe vera extract is uh, called, well, they, it's called tapping of the leaves. That is, they cut them off and they let the leaves bleed the outer leaf extract, which is the irritation part that has the laxative effect. Mm -hmm. And they essentially gave ungodly amounts to the rats, which as a digestive irritant, now their intestines have to make more mucus to combat the irritant. They didn't give the whole leaf, so it didn't have the calming side of the aloe vera. And as these cells increased in size, that adaptive change at some point in time, we choose to cause can call cancer. Now, they caused cancer by giving rats aloe vera. And that is the conclusion. And that's what most doctors will see. And that's why most doctors will say aloe vera is bad. Hmm. But it's not distinguishing. It's kind of like saying, you know, we found that... Um, you know, oranges make rats sick and, and they gave them a diet of orange peels, you know, and that was their whole diet. Um, right. You know, you can't do that. It's, you know, there's, it, you need to explain the different parts and how they have 
different, you know, bananas. Oh, we, we, I didn't know you were talking about banana peels, you know. Um, so you have to look and say, what was the study? How was it done? How, what are the amounts given? What part of the plant? And it is unfortunate. It's hard to find those details in the research that has been done with aloe vera. Yeah. And, and I think that's one thing that we harp on time and time again here at Maximal Being is that, you know, don't read the headline, don't read the, the news blurb on that article, actually pull the article off of PubMed and, and read the whole thing. Look at the scientific methods, you know, that we want our listeners to be as nerdy as possible. Right, Jackie B? <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I have a, to add on to that, right? If you read that PubMed article and you don't understand it, think about the random journalist who's writing that article, if they understand it more than you, right? Unless someone who has some some letters behind their name, right? And some credentials, right? You know, get into the, get into the, 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 as doctors say, right? Get into the nuance, right? Because nuance is, is everything. Um, take it away. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I mean, I, I challenge um, doctors out there all the time that, you know, physician in, in Greek means teacher. And that part of our job we need to take seriously is being able to take that science mumbo jumbo and be able to make it in a digestible pun intended um, format, you know, and that's what we do here at Maximilian. Sorry, Dr. Haley, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the study that I mentioned was a tough one because uh, it was done uh, right around, let's say around 2000, the year 2000, when supplement companies were making aloe laxative products and uh, mm. that could, you know, contrast that could, that could interfere with what drug companies are doing, you know? So there was a little of this going on. It was uh, funded by the, you know, National Institute of Health and FDA. And I wanted to find out the nitty gritty details. When I saw aloe vera extract, I know what that means, but I wanted to verify it. And I tried to track the laboratory that supplied it. And I got an address, but it went to like a, a home address in like California and I couldn't find a company associated with it. It didn't mm-hmm. make sense. I tried to follow up with the you know, people that did the research and the study and it was all a bunch of dead ends. And yeah. I could never really find the nitty gritty details on that, but I suspect I'm right. And when you re- look up, uh, you know, dangers of aloe vera, you're going to see things like, you know, uh, kidney failure and liver failure, very mm-hmm. few documented cases. And None of them say whether it was whole leaf aloe vera, inner leaf gel, outer leaf extracts. You know, it's just a, it's a, it's a big, you know, um, it's a, it's a mess. There's no real research. There's some real research that where you get clear details, but when it yeah. comes to food and the health benefits of, there's very little research overall. Yeah. I mean, um, the doses that I, I have prescribed for people, mostly for foregut issues like reflux disease and dyspepsia, um, tend to be very low, like 0.04 grams or 0.14 grams. And it's very well tolerated. And, and a lot of the uh, randomized human trials that Jackie P and I found, you know, they, the, these patients really didn't have any adverse events as a result of these very low doses of aloe vera. So I think when, when used by somebody that knows what they're doing, uh, I do think that they're safe. And, you know, again, you have as many animal studies that show it causes cancer as show that it helps cancer. So I think, you know, 
prove it to me. I, I think we need we need human studies to that effect. So I agree. Yeah. And Dr. Haley, you know, I'd, I'd be remiss if we did if I didn't throw a host card or host flag. I don't know. It's not the lame, 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 layman's man flag. But, you know, I, I think we, we we jumped into the questions. And I think I'd, I'd like to back up just even just for a minute and get a little bit of your background. Right. I, I'm pretty sure you didn't graduate high school, went to college and like, you know what, guys, I know what I'm doing. It's aloe from here on out. Right. You, you had to get there. Right. So I'd love if you just. Take a few minutes just to say, hey, you know what? How did we get from organic Mike, right? Teaching everyone, getting them through the, that course, uh, that organic chemistry course, to the Mike we're speaking to today, who is talking about the benefits of aloe? Yeah, that's a great, great question, Jackie P. You know, uh, I'm a chiropractor, and we tend to look at things from a different perspective. You know, not only what is wrong and what's it going to take to get better, but how'd you get there and what, what caused it and how do we get rid of that cause? Because if we fix things and we don't remove the cause, it's just going to come right back. So I, I kind of had that. And as a chiropractor, I used to take care of this crazy man, Rodney Stockton. And he just thought, he, you know, we can't talk like this because we'd be shut down before this podcast is over. <laughs> he would he would walk in my office with bottles of aloe vera and just say, you got to put all your patients on this. You know, tell them to drink it. If they drink it, their cancer will be gone tomorrow. You know, I mean, he was a nut, you know, he to him having cancer is like no different than the common cold. Oh, you'll be fine in a few days. Okay. Now, we know that that is ridiculous. You cannot uh, have a healthcare practice like that for good reason. Um, if it was 100%, great, you know, then more power to you. But if it's not, then there's more to it than just do this magic bullet. For some people, that might actually be true. But you cannot just, you know, throw darts and hope you find the right answer, you know, where the dart lands. Let's try that. But in, let's see, 2009, he passed away. And about that time, I actually had my very first cancer patient come to me with stage four pancreatic cancer. And that's a pretty serious thing. And I, you know, knew that at her stage, you know, at it, she had pancreatic cancer that had metastasized everywhere. And, you know, I had a talk with her that said something like, you know, Based on this, you have about a 2% chance of being here this time next year if you do only medicine. If you do medicine and make other changes, I don't know, maybe that's the 2%. Or if you just do all natural, who knows? I don't know. We don't have studies on this stuff. What do you want to do? And she says, well, you know, 2% isn't that good. So, uh, let me, you know, let's, let's do what we can. And I did put her on three glasses of aloe vera a day. I took away all of her cakes and, you know, sugars and things that, you know, the, the pancreas uh, gets angry at. And I had her, you know, juicing fruits and vegetables and growing her own sprouts. And she was growing, you know, wheatgrass. We completely changed her diet. And I remember that day too, that first day, I remember saying in about three weeks, you're going to feel like you're starving. 
and you're going to want to give up and you're going to say, I can't do it. And about three weeks later, she said, I can't do it. I'm starving. I feel like I'm dying. I said, remember, I told you, you would be like this. And I said, if you just give it a couple more weeks, you're going to start feeling great. A couple more weeks. She said, I feel amazing. I have more energy than ever before. And it was after about four months, she went back for her uh, scans. And they said, we don't know what you did, but you know, you only have these two little tumors now. In fact, you know, we couldn't do surgery before, but now we can actually take them out because there's only these two little tumors. And it was at that point that she went from an all natural to an integrated approach. Now that was 12 years ago and she is still cancer-free today. She did do after the surgery, like a low dose chemotherapy. And, uh, which is interesting because, you know, there's all kinds of, uh, low dose, uh, medical approaches. Um, and I'm sure doc mock and fun functional as a functional medicine practitioner, you're aware of these things. Um, and there was even a, a research study with aloe vera and chemotherapy that got pretty significant results with chemotherapy. Uh, there was a, it was, it was not aloe vera. It was aloe arborensis. And there was 240 patients, 121 of them got chemotherapy and 119 of them got chemotherapy plus only one ounce of aloe vera. And they had, they put the people into four different categories with the complete result being the best category you could be put in. The group that got the one ounce of aloe vera a day had 10 people in the complete result group even though it was a smaller sample by two people. The group that only got the chemotherapy had three people in the complete result group. Now, that doesn't mean that aloe vera cures cancer, but it does show that it can help in that particular scenario with chemotherapy. It's, it doesn't mean it's conclusive, but we would call that a significant you know, result, um, more likely it's going to be confirmed if we did a bigger study based on the 10 to three, you know, that is a significant difference, but more research needs to be done. I, I heard so many important points there. Um, you know, number one being that, uh, Dr. Haley is not recommending if you have cancer that you don't get chemotherapy. And number two, that, you know, using something else on top of it may benefit or alter your outcome. And, and I think that at a minimum, we know that a positive outlook definitely improves the way that people do on cancer care. And when you're able to offer somebody power over their cancer, things that they can do to take control over that cancer, it gives them that, you know, fire in them that they're going to fight this thing. And, and, and I think that, you know, having this other toolbox of skills like you do, Dr. Haley, you know, it's kind of like you, you sidebar them like, okay, okay, we'll do the chemo thing, but like, you know, come over here. I want to show you this stuff that you're going to be able to do at home and, and, you know, take control over this thing and wrestle it to the ground. So, you know, I, I love having that extra set of skills for my patients too. What's going on, Maximal Beings, Doc Mock here. If you haven't done so already, leave us a comment and hit the subscribe button. Let your friends and family know. That way we can get the word out and continue to bash the bro science.